0: Okay. Mm-hmm. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It's going tired. Tired? Yeah, I feel that. I'm not even tired. It's just going tired. (laughs) It it do be. They think it don't, but it do. (laughs) How do it, like, be, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it
0: do. (laughs) It really do. That's fair. Well, hopefully you have a... Uh, long, relaxing, uh, zero activity, zero obligation weekend ahead of you to recharge and uh, take it easy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I say no, and they don't.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, there, there was way too many caveats in that thing for mm. for it not to be. Yeah, but That's it'll good. be good. Um, I think. I think so. My body's just getting there it's getting there
0: right we are recording off schedule this week so we usually have like a slightly adaptive is this a saturday afternoon thing is this a thursday evening thing but recording wednesday evening there's no precedent for that
1: yeah that's why i sound so tired (laughs) usually
0: thursday morning i
1: slam a couple of bang energy drinks and then i'm good for thursday evening Mm -hmm. but today's
0: wednesday i've at most had two hard pretzels so right which as far as energy is concerned is significantly less impactful than 600 milligrams of caffeine <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah we did get a um a, a bavarian pretzel from firebirds not too long ago and it was just like i never i just like wanted a pretzel i just wanted like a soft Antion style pretzel mm-hmm. um I should have just got Auntie Anne's style pretzel as it turns out, but it was still like gigantic compared to what I thought. I didn't realize a Bavarian style pretzel is like a foot of pretzel. Yeah, it's uh, it's a big motherfucking pretzel. Yeah.
1: I think at restaurants they'll usually like have it on like a hook because it's large. So like they'll display <laughs> it as like this centerpiece almost. Yeah. Put but it put a big, big honker pretzel.
0: <laughs> no, it was good. It came with this um it was like a some sort of like balsamic mustard like sauce. I don't know. It was interesting. It was a, a sour kind of tang to it, and I was like, "This is exciting!" But and I just like reached for like French's like mustard and just <laughs> put that on the side. <laughs> I just I just like I like basic mustard.
1: I yeah, it's I'm good with like store bought yellow. I don't even give a fuck what the brand is. Mm-hmm. Like for like hot dogs, simple things. For fries, I don't know if I would really trade into mustard from ketchup. No, that seems because ketchup's just so fine. But mm-hmm. it's so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> i have not really dabbled too much into other mustards outside of one recipe that I tried recently.
0: Mm-hmm. What was that?
1: Uh, I made it's a vegan recipe from a cookbook that Jenny got me. So long ago that I never used <laughs> until two weeks ago.
0: Right. But it was you like. keep a, accidentally putting meat in things. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> yeah. The kale. It was what good. Fuck. <laughs> and then chicken. Ah, dang chicken. It. <laughs> Not even chicken, just like chicken
1: nuggets. Just like frozen. <laughs> just a box from McDonald's. <laughs> just
0: dump it in.
1: We can just probably pick those out. They're still in frozen chunks. No, no, no. It's ruined. The uh, whole thing's ruined. But it was deviled chickpea bites. So like uh, deviled yeah. eggs, but it's chickpeas like you're basically making a hummus you have some um dijon mustard and some other things in there right turned mm-hmm. out really nice it's very tasty but i'm never gonna use that mustard again in anything mm-hmm. it's just like you like make a recipe for like one meal and you're like cool what am i gonna do with this condiment that i used one 70 second of right that's gonna sit there
0: forever you're not supposed to use condiments more than once oh <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't maintain a straight face
1: <laughs> I, I was leaning into like a ketchup packet thing but mm-hmm. i understand that it was also just a condom joke and yeah. i was like
0: uh-huh. yes yeah. yeah Dijon mustard's good though that's the other type i would i would prefer great great coupon is too advanced for me but dijon i like mustard of john <laughs> i feel like
1: the only time I really dabble in mustard is if it's at like a restaurant, they're like, Hey, here's a pretzel thing. And here's like your sides of mustard. I'm like, okay, I'll try the other one.
0: Right. I do. It is my condiment of choice for hot dogs though. Like it is good for a while. I went like either half mustard, half ketchup, but like with the same, both parallel on one hot dog or one hot dog is ketchup. One is mustard, both good options. But if I were to pick one, I think mustard is my preferred topping.
1: Yeah, I feel like ketchup's on enough other things. Like, obviously, that pairing with fries we talked about, and then if you're going to go, like, a burger or any type of patty, ketchup. Like, Right. Mm-hmm. Not saying you can't put mustard on it, but if it was just, like, mustard in a patty, mm, I don't know.
0: It'd be a little weird, right? Yeah. I did get these. Um, so Trader Joe's nearby has... Um, they only have kosher hot dogs, which I've never really tried before. And they have, like, Hebrew National and one other brand um and i just picked the ones that look slightly larger it wasn't the hebrew national it was the other one um one i want to make a call back to the last episode where i said you were intolerant of
1: other races and religions <laughs> uh-huh. joke there two <laughs> size queen sorry continue
0: <laughs> uh, right well so like the hebrew national like kosher hot dogs are like they're quite small um compared hey, hey now <laughs> <laughs> but there there's another kosher brand there that was slightly larger um, and they're not, like, ballpark Franks. You, they plump when you cook them or whatever. I mean, that's literally their tagline. I was going to try to, like, backpedal a little bit, but I just know it off the top of my head for some reason. Um, but they are really good, actually. They might take the number one spot for me because before I'd just go for, like, beef hot dogs or something like that. Um, and these are... They're quite good. I think they're competitive with the uh, either Angus or standard beef hot dogs for okay. Frank's brand. I'll... I mean, not that I'm
1: going to go get hot dogs, but Mm -hmm. I grew up very much on what you're talking about. Like the, they're just basically bologna in a different shape. Yeah. And then when you cook them, they brown a little bit and that's it. Like Mm -hmm. there's no actual meat that's going to cook up. It's not going to brown nicely. It's not like a Frankfurter type thing or a, what's another type of hot dog?
0: Uh, Worcestershire sausage. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you call hot dogs. Bratwurst. <laughs> Bratwurst. There you go. Um, they're different things, but yeah, like
1: I much prefer that of like an actual section of meat.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. It's pretty good though. The one thing they don't have are potato buns, which is my favorite, uh, um, oh, yeah. Bun for, for a hot dog. Um, they have, like, these bread roll-type things that, look. It kind of just looks like they folded bread, like, a loaf of bread into, like, a vaguely hot dog shape. Or they cut a loaf of bread into, like, to accommodate hot dogs as mm-hmm. opposed to being distinct rolls. But potato rolls are what it's at.
1: Yeah. Also, King's Hawaiian.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: Which I think might be a form of potato. Maybe it's completely separate. But just a sweeter roll in general. Right. I don't know where Ma- people are coming from with, like, give me some bread that's, no, I don't want any, no sugar in that, please.
0: Uh-huh. Unleavened. There you go. <laughs> There's my other hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine matzah being
1: the unleavened bread of the Jews? Could you imagine <laughs> having, like, matzah in a hot dog? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, you make a V of literally two flat pieces of cracker
0: <laughs> it's and a then pita, a hot dog. <laughs> basically. It's a, it's a But pita. a pita folds, that's the difference. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem very practical. Um, so anyways, this is an experimental se- se- uh, section of the podcast where we talk about hot dogs for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I mean, we could talk
1: about Jewish food all day. Hot dogs obviously being outstanding from
0: that group because usually mm-hmm. pork my uh my i mean it's public knowledge basically that my cooking skills uh have been min maxed in the min direction um but because of that i have more familiarity with hot dogs than i do other <laughs> types of food that actually require cooking skills <laughs> jake can
1: tell you the microwave instructions on any any food group um jake how have- ma- for example just Out of thin air, uh, how much is broccoli?
0: Broccoli? Oh, I don't know. That's green. I don't know if I eat green things as an American. Um, I actually couldn't tell you because we get broccoli in very disparate amounts. Like we got like a family size broccoli again, Firebirds, but that was like a massive tray of broccoli, and so I I feel like taking you know a few minutes to cook that is probably not standard. I was really hoping you were just going to throw it at Tom and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah,
1: 45 seconds, obviously.
0: And then after 45 seconds, you put the broccoli in the microwave. <laughs> right? Again. You warm up the microwave <laughs> <laughs> by doing the one thing they all tell you not to do, which is just run it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh... Alright, now's a good time to bring up this story again because I've not been uh, made fun of for it for a while because mm-hmm. it hasn't Sorry. come up in conversation. But one time in college... Um, I, we didn't have a timer for anything. I'm like, Oh, microwave has a timer. Mm -hmm. Uh, let me just set it for like 10 minutes. I'll be back. Um, so I did, but it was because there was like a hole burned in the, in the spinning glass plastic in the middle. Um, and everyone was really mad at me rightly. So (laughs) because it, it was still cooking in there and it was cooking. The only thing it had to cook.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Which was the the plate. I don't know exactly how. Microwave ovens work. Um, but I do know that there are waves involved, small, presumably, based off the name. Um and they have to focus on something. They're very aggressive, and they'll just attack the nearest thing, be that food or the oven itself. Yeah, it's just agitating
1: molecules. Usually mm-hmm. you want it to be like the water molecules and stuff. Um
0: but yeah. you're also not supposed to microwave plastic containers. Because it can be carcinogenic. Yeah, <laughs> and we've all done it for twenty years at least, so we'll be fine.
1: <laughs> well, it's it's less likely to be like an active threat if there's food and other things in it.
0: Yeah, but also, as all know, like, don't put styrofoam. metal
1: in the microwave. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. CDs, all all bad options. Basically, if you search, can I put? in microwave and google like fills in the middle word like it sometimes does um then just don't put anything that comes up on that list in your microwave (laughs) Just say no to the whole the whole set (laughs) yeah you can really only put food in the microwave
1: Mm. like soup the hard thing is keeping the soup in the microwave (laughs) and coffee
0: coffee is not a bad thing to microwave Mm. you've got like day-old coffee it Mm. uh makes it so uh, have you ever do you drink around. here's his personal question i guess do uh, i drink do, do you <laughs> drink uh, do you drink day-old coffee you just throw it out if you just had like a cup half a cup of coffee left forgot about it or something it depends if it's good coffee because mm-hmm. certain coffees can like
1: just lose its taste like if you have like a diner coffee usually not great the next day because it's it was done on a burner through like a simple filter and mm-hmm. it just doesn't hold up very well but like when we've gone coffee from that brunch place, it could be
0: like three weeks. I would still drink it. Yeah. French press stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like you have that super bitter day old coffee taste, which I mean, it's its own kick. You know, some people are into that. I understand. Um, not here to kink shame, but uh, if you put it in the microwave for a brief period of time, it completely removes that old coffee taste. Um, the kick, the bitter kick to cold coffee, um, which I've always been fascinated by. Again, magical waves attack the coffee and they make it friendly again somehow. So, yeah, Mm. it's been a while since I've done it. Usually I'll just take something at whatever temperature it's at and be like, eh, sustenance. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't had as much coffee recently, so I haven't had opportunity to try it myself. I've been using like the 4C energy powder, um, just, like, drop it in my uh, my heart container here. You could That's mix it with like some that. water. Yeah. You could have some hot energy drink. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Always an option. Um, but speaking of hot energy drink, uh, this month there was a Nintendo Direct. That's it. Uh, there's there's no connective piece there. <laughs> well, to be fair, there is no
1: connective piece in the Nintendo Direct, it feels like. Uh-huh. Um I don't know directly to it. Shit's always (laughs) weird with it. Because every time Mm. I'm like, here's one thing I would like to hear news about theoretically. Mm -hmm. And that is usually Silk Song. Uh, And then they're like, hey, uh, here's a bunch of other random shit. Also memes. But they're not memes.
0: So. That sounds about right. I actually didn't know about a lot. So I didn't watch the direct this year. I had to go back and revisit uh, uh, or Look up a summary, a recap of it because um, I've just been missing everything because they occur like in the middle of the workday for some reason, which makes sense. Um, but I missed the Sony thing, which wasn't too long ago, and the uh, the Direct. So, I mean, there's there's some interesting things here, and there's things that the Internet's definitely latched onto more than others, but um, it's not the same as like a massive like E3 announcement of a game that we're all super hyped for, I think. No, it's
1: just more what weird shit is Nintendo doing now that we're going to make fun of, but then
0: really be on board with as a community. Right. So like, what, what bodily function is their next console named after? We, <laughs> we don't know. Yet, <laughs> um... I feel like the biggest news out of the Nintendo direct is
1: the Mario movie specifically who they have lined up for the American cast. Yeah. Which are all, like, super, super big names that have no place really being in um, a movie about
0: video games. Yeah. I feel... I don't think that that's too much of a hot take. Like, none of these... all Like, the full list is essentially, like... I'm sure these people could do voice acting work, but like that's not their primary function i suppose i think i think they all have seth rogan's actually been in a lot of things but um it's still like it's a hollywood list let's just get like name recognition yeah um which i happens like for video games sometimes but um i don't know if i like that for a video game movie necessarily i don't know we'll see i the-
1: in general, I don't like when... I guess something that... I don't really feel personally close to Mario as like a series or a franchise, but I do feel closer to video games. Right. So I feel mm-hmm. like as soon as you take something that's video gamey and then you just kind of like pour it off to Hollywood, it's then lost some of its personality and charm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure these people are like, yeah, we like Mario. That's fine. But... Like, why wouldn't you have people who are really passionate about it or people who actually work in the voice acting industry? Like, yeah, the one person here, um, let me look at the names, but, yeah, we Kevin should go Michael Richardson is uh-huh. actually a voice actor and he's been in a fuck ton of cartoons and I recognize the name. Um, but then like Fred Armisen, he's an SNL guy. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, like, I love him. Um, not for that because i don't care about snl but he's very talented and funny
0: but you also mentioned kevin michael richardson and he's like comic i don't know who comic is in mario bro nobody does (laughs) okay it's the little it's the wizard turtle looking thing wizard koopa looking guy all right well whatever but it's kind of funny The, the the least identifiable character on this list has to your you know acknowledgement the most voice acting credentials here i mean again seth seth rogan's been in a lot but um anyways we should go through some of this list so the big one is chris pratt is mario mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense to anyone as far as i can tell like <laughs> but he's so cool <laughs> right um I I so (laughs) I, I realize I'm just like stumbling up against this wall over and over again. It just doesn't make any sense. Nintendo goes through so much effort to like vet who the official voices for their characters are. Um and, you know, when someone passes away, they have this huge process to be like, who is gonna be the next official voice of Mario? You know, who's going to represent our product? It's basically like Disney-esque, right? Yeah, like, they're very protective of their IP. Mm-hmm. It's like... And this whole list is just like... We kind of just wanted all of these names on a box. And are hoping that that sells the movie. Okay. And I I don't know. Yeah. Chris Pratt, Mario. Charlie Day is Luigi. That one's odd to me. I think it'll be hilarious. But I just again it's gonna get memed a lot and that's about
1: it so i will point out the next one jack black as bowser Mm -hmm. now to a degree i have to rescind some of my commentary because in psychonauts 2 jack black voices a character for like a whole section Mm -hmm. yeah he's got some but uh... he has been in other video game things right
0: brutal legend notably is yeah he's he's done stuff with double fine across the board exactly yeah he also also always sounds like himself though that's the thing right so usually one of the like most notable traits of voice actors is that they have range some ability to adapt themselves to a character or what have you um I'm thinking of Jack Black's Jack Black's voice in my head right now mm-hmm. and I cannot make an association to any of the sounds Bowser usually makes. Right? Like part of, they might get away with it just because to my knowledge Bowser's never really voiced outside of roar sounds,
1: but roar laughing he might say Mario in some game or something.
0: Yeah. But it's just weird. It's yeah. it's it's going to be it's going to be really weird still i mean it's a first party nintendo product and production and so we'll see what they do with it i guess but i mean i don't know having these people uh, attached to it doesn't increase my chance of seeing the movie at all i think that is accurate to say like if i check it out it's going to be regardless um Or if it's just really, really terrible, I'll probably watch it. Like if it's like the 90s Super Mario Bros. Style of terrible, then I'll probably check it out just for that. But if
1: they had Dennis Hopper in this movie, I will maybe check it out because I I like him. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it's going to fall under if people are watching it together as a thing to meme on. Like a bad movie night, which used to happen a decade or two ago. Like I could see that. But in the same yeah. way, like the Sonic movie looked like a meme piece of shit. I didn't go see it because I don't really care about Sonic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could see watching it with people for a laugh. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I like some of the people in it, like, I think Jim Carrey's talented. I think he's a weird son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember the other. Who was the other main actor who was alongside Sonic? Uh, I can't recall. Jim Carrey stands out a whole lot. Well, he played Scott Summers in the X Men movie. And he was in Westworld. Yeah, he's the
0: he's the protagonist looking. Yeah, he's the human protagonist in the Sonic movie. I I don't know his actual name though. I'm um, blanking. I'm gonna
1: remember twenty minutes later, then I'll blurt it out. But again, <laughs> very talented. I like his work, but
0: I it's just not for me. Yeah, and I actually like like comparing this. So like we have like Keegan, Michael key is toad again. Like you look down this list and it's very, very obvious that they're like, give us the top five recognizable people. Can they make a rough approximation? We can turn into voice acting for this character. Good enough. Um, and there was probably a preference to like, if this person is high up on the list of a visible, like publicly known person, uh, just give them the role. To a certain extent, I hope that's not the case, but it really seems like, yeah, like as far as the best toad impersonators in the world, you are not really gonna convince me that like Keegan Michael Key is like top ten. And they're like, all right, like he also has name recognition. Let's go get him in there. Um, he hopefully does a really good job with it. Like I said, I don't know what the movie's actually gonna be like, but it's really obvious that they were working backwards from name recognition to fill the roles, and that's that's a problem. I agree, ninety nine percent but again, I will give a
1: single percent of credit because Chris Pratt was originally in the Lego movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like he, he has done some animated voice acting experience. Um, it's just,
0: I still agree that that is their strat for how they're approaching it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, none of this is necessarily meant to say that the movie will be bad. I think that this is just more of a specific critique about the, um, the placement of actors in these roles. Uh, for the movie and like i could
1: i could pick 10 random people and just give that give you that list and you'd be like why'd you pick these people and i'm like "Uh." oh and then that's just kind of like what they had right i I know these names (laughs) yeah
0: immediately because i know that he does the toad singing voice sometimes (laughs) on discord there you go credentials established um yeah i don't know maybe it'll be good uh I, I do kind of I, sometimes I think big name actors actually scare me away a little bit more because you were talking about Sonic and like um, I love Jim Carrey's work and I just can't mentally place him as Dr. Robotnik in my head. Um, so I completely like I it actually was painful for me to watch the trailers because uh, I'm like, oh, I just don't like this at all. At least this one is not live action. Um, so hopefully That's there's all the characters separation. should at least look like the characters because <laughs> right? Nintendo, you know, wants that exactly, <laughs> although some of these people just dressed up as the characters, Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan, Michael Key is toad. <laughs> like, If this was live action, I would love to see how Nintendo gets there. <laughs> it would definitely be funnier. Uh huh. That would be something if Nintendo's listening. If um, uh, Mr. Bowser, you know, Doug Bowser, is Doug, he working? You he Doug? left. Did he? He retire? Doug, no, he was the Doug new one. Bowser is now the president. He's now the president after Reggie left. Yes, Reggie left. All right, I had to. I got the order a little bit wrong for a second, but as you know, he does listen to the to the podcast. Um, if you can make the pivot to live action. I will watch this. <laughs> just throw away the animation that's been done, any preliminary work on that. Get the costume department in and let's run with it. <laughs> what if mm. instead of live action,
1: they just used a bunch of footage from Smash Ultimate?
0: <laughs> it, it just it looks like one of those YouTube music video type uh montages. <laughs> Oh my God. But with a coherent story. <laughs> the budget's still unexpectedly like $30 million just because of the people they hired. Yeah. But <laughs> none of it is coming from production.
1: <laughs> also, yeah. weirdly enough, because you were talking about like if Mario died, who's going to mm-hmm. replace him, right? But Charles Martinet's still fucking alive, right? He's yep. been the voice of Mario for the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he's doing cameos in the
0: movie versus playing Mario right that is weird i was specifically thinking i think of mickey the voice actor for mickey died not too long ago and they had this whole process disney oh, had really? this whole process to replace him officially yeah hmm. um, but i don't know i don't know what the uh level of uh not scrutiny accuracy or pickiness selective bias is between like disney and nintendo i just those are both up there as far as respect the ip (laughs) companies in my mind question Mm -hmm. did you ever grow
1: up listening to adventures in odyssey
0: yes yeah i did listen to that
1: okay for anybody who's not aware it's a christian radio program that they Mm -hmm. had like cassette tapes of and you could get them like in season one or two yeah, um, I grew up with a lot of it because that was my life at the time. Uh, so I recognize some of those voice actors throughout time and some other stuff. Connie, one of the the ladies who works at Wit's End, which is a yeah. malt shop, uh, later went on to do voice acting for. That's right, totally spies. Unrelated. Oh,
0: at I some point, know.
1: though, between one of the seasons, the voice of Wit that that guy died, and they replaced mm. him with somebody. So, I remember when there was a transition, but then shortly after, I didn't notice the difference. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I guess where I'm going with that is have you ever had something like that where I guess the voice of a main protagonist or main character changes and it ruins it for you? Or do you just kind of like adapt fairly quickly?
0: Uh, It doesn't necessarily ruin it for me it really depends can the person inhabit the role and make their voice fit the character um the one example i can think of off the top of my head is final fantasy 14 there's a story that takes months to go through <laughs> like as you can attest it's really freaking long msq through that game and um during a breakthrough one of the expansions i think it was main game into heaven's ward expansion Mm -hmm. like two i believe main characters have completely different voice actors um and it starts off a little like huh that sounds different and then the next like jump is and it seems more emphatic and it kind of just matches the character better and as long as that's the impression i think that your listeners are getting then that's fine um i'm fine with jack black like Bowser being jack black if jack black can really sell it as bowser and not sound like here's a fan dub of whatever this is you know um in before jack black or in before
1: bowser has a musical number tenacious d style uh, <laughs> to mario i mean that
0: would be that would be good though right like that would actually be great <laughs> i uh i don't know i it would be too much, but I mean, this is more points to this. This is bad and I'll watch it because it's a bad thing. Like... Um, they yeah. can either try to go for realism or they can just be very self-aware that they just picked a bunch of A-list actors and just lean into it. If they have Peach playing a lot of chess,
1: I'd be like, okay, that's that's a little bit on the nose. They get it. Mm-hmm. But...
0: with uh, Anya Taylor-Joy... I think I'm saying the name right. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys watch Queen's Gambit? I have not. Ah. But I do know it's about chess. Yes. <laughs> Which I think is what everyone knows about the <laughs> show, at the very least. Netflix, the streaming service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, yep.
1: We're on the same page here. <laughs> um, so, what else came out of the Nintendo Direct that uh, caught your eye outside of
0: the Mimi cast? Yeah, there was a couple other things. None of these really got the same uh, coverage, you know, as far as the internet was concerned. But new Kirby game, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Is there supposed to be an S there? I don't know if it's... I feel like that's probably lands, but maybe it's land. Um, Looked like a 3D adventure platformer. Um, not like... So Crystal Shards for N64 is like 3D, but that was very much still a... It was 3D style. 2. but still 5D. a 2D platform. Yeah. Yeah. Um and this one looks more legitimately running around and doing adventury things. Um I don't actually know how much I f how much I like that particularly. I feel like like Mario is he's getting up in his space, you know. Kirby is just it works really well in two D space, and I don't know if it needs to be full three D or not, but Kirby's always been a really simplistic thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Like it's a cute character, runs around, gets powers, does stuff, right? Yeah. And anytime they like they try and branch out with it, they they try too hard, but then half-ass it. I feel mm-hmm. like I can't remember the last Kirby game I've really cared about since Superstar. Right, blanket statement. That's, that's a long time. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I will say Kirby Air Ride, a mm-hmm. fuck ton of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. And they really go to the space on that IP, but Epic Yarn was also supposed to be pretty good. Like, oh, yeah. and that's that's where I imagine Kirby though. Like when they release Kirby games, they kind of just they either do the same 2d formula which is fine it's like a perfectly passable kirby game or they mix it up in some way like crystal shards loved it epic yarn looked really cool for the novelty but what i don't expect them to do is be like we took a mario game and we like used a claw machine and extracted mario from a game and then we put kirby in there and it's like i don't know it doesn't seem strictly necessary could be good still
1: well I feel like they try and do that with all of their IPs at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Fox, if you remember, had a, a whole 3D yeah. thing at a Adventure point. Game. Uh, I and don't think didn't, that was didn't well received. So <laughs> <lot>. <laughs> um, but it's something that they've, they've definitely tried with other IPs. I mean, Metroid as well. Mm-hmm. But from what I remember with Metroid, uh, people like that a lot and they want that again. Right, Metroid so,
0: Prime is pretty, yeah. pretty popular.
1: But I think it fits better for that because of how the game plays Mm -hmm. and kirby's usually just like run around inhale stuff so like eh, i'm not
0: sure if it's going to translate as well and they've almost like they've kind of eroded this with recent mario games i feel so like we had an episode on odyssey which was sort of mario with kirby like powers like the ability to possess and taking the hat and mm -hmm. right and so like I feel like this game has to do even more to differentiate itself from that, and at least based off the trailer, I doesn't, I didn't really see that. So, um, I don't know. Kirby's very first party for Nintendo, so if this is kind of just a bland offering, I feel that would be a little surprising to me. But I don't know. Eh, it's it still falls under the "we'll see so have to see where it goes" type thing, mm-hmm.
1: but I feel like. Half of Nintendo stuff is like very well polished, but like brief. Like what was the recent Mario thing that came out? Where you're a cat? 3D world? No, no, no. Oh right. Oh man. I can't remember. But it was like it was like a six hour game, tops type thing. Like it wasn't a full game, but it was very polished. Yeah, it
0: was 3D world. Plus Bowser's Fury. But like eh. I'm expecting it to be
1: kind of on the same level of that Mm -hmm. where it will look nice because they're very protective of their own IP, but beyond that I'm not expecting it to be
0: something that gets revered through the generations. Right. Well, the other factor here is um, so Sakurai created Smash Bros and Kirby. He's the creator of Kirby. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel that if uh, there's not enough hype for this, uh, this Kirby game, then he's going to just change the character, the last Smash character at the last second and be like, "It's uh, it's Stick Fighter from the Stick Fighter Flash series. There you go. Have fun. it'll just be like a game and watch but less detail (laughs) i I don't think he's gonna have enough time to change that (laughs) it has to be a very very phoned in very very basic fighter it's like a is gonna be punch and b will be special (laughs) if they put waddle d in i'd be pretty happy actually yeah but that's my segue the other thing one of the other things coming up is we are not that far out from the last smash ultimate fighter being announced next month yeah uh, it's coming up in a couple weeks
1: so fingers crossed for goku or master chief right (laughs) but legitimately i i have no idea where they're gonna go because Mm -hmm. they have a lot of existing characters they could pick from and then as we've seen like they just fucking put in kazuya Mm -hmm. um which I mean is cool, but it could really go anywhere for who they integrate with,
0: assuming they do that. Yeah. I, I kind of personally am getting the impression that based off of the last DLC fighters, that it's not gonna be a first party Nintendo offering. But I could be wrong, right? Like maybe it's kind of a home run type pattern where they're like, Hey, let's go far out, let's like let's let's pick up uh, let's pick up Kazuya and all these other people and then we'll take it home. Um, with Mario, another Mario well, it variation or something. It,
1: they would have to go back to Waluigi because mm-hmm. he's the one character that everyone's like, "Where the fuck is Waluigi?" Right. Everybody's here except for Waluigi. Like you have every other
0: Mario character. It seems. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be boo. <laughs> you can only move when the opponents aren't looking at you. Know?
1: <laughs> like they even put in Piranha Plant as like it's, they did as their own thing.
0: Yeah, I have, there's been such, I, I I guess the negative term would be inconsistency, but a positive term would be like diversity, variety. right? Yeah. Variety. We have and, some
1: inconsistency in our hiring process. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. Uh,
0: <laughs> we want to add more inconsistency to our roster. <laughs> um, yeah, I have no idea. It could be literally be anybody. Someone's going to be right. It's going to be like a post from four years ago. And ultimate came out in 2018. So this is already like, it's been a while. It's been around for a while. Um, There's anybody you'd like to see. It. Oh man. I mean, so I would love Majora, but that's not going to happen. I'll, it's another, there's like, no fucking way. Um, but like, so it wouldn't be, it would be skull kid wearing Majora's mask. That would be the character. That would be like one of my top picks. Cause Majora's just got a, a really freaking awesome power set and it's just some of the darkest stuff that's ever happened in legend of Zelda Mm -hmm. is all of everything in Majora's mask, but, um, also freaking love that mask. Such a good visual design. Um, that's my top. That's, that would probably be like my top pick. I don't want it to be somebody with a sword. I already have Sephiroth. You're not going to improve on it. Um, so yeah, I can, I could like shoot ideas down. I don't think it's going to be master chief. Um, because even if you know they could Microsoft would be like no <laughs> Halo Infinite is a separate thing and we don't want any you know association here I mean that's also going to be
1: fucking you know the best game ever made right right mm-hmm. guys um, they've definitely not
0: sat on their laurels for the past 20 years but uh, it does look good a lot of the multiplayer in infinite looks good as an aside I, I obviously haven't really played it but there's full like Rocket reflecting, parry nonsense, and I don't know. It looks as an arena shooter, it looks good, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for your answer for who you would like to be the last Smash pick to buy myself time for like another answer. <laughs> See, I I was trying to think of one
1: as that was happening, uh, and I'm I'm struggling. I feel There's like Waluigi so would still be good, but at the same time, we we have so many Mario type characters already, right?
0: and is it like like it really has to be a very diverse character like wario is to mario they're completely separate in smash whereas like waluigi i don't know what he does different than luigi he actually isn't like very prominent luigi was a background character for so long in nintendo and he eventually came to the foreground games like luigi's mansion things like that um waluigi i don't believe ever has right he's always been like an extra
1: person in the roster for like sports games Mm -hmm. that's pretty much it and he's been in mario party but again that doesn't really identify him as a character for how he plays or interacts with anything Mm -hmm. so i would honestly prefer like a good integration type Uh, but they've really already nuked everything with undertale um yeah pretty much anything that got put in as a me is like yeah. their way of saying sorry, kids. No, uh-huh, sorry, yeah. no, no. Travis touchdown. We're not doing that.
0: Um, it's like here's a piece of candy to appease you. But yeah, no full course meal on this one. Keto. Hmm. Dante. I need to like <laughs> look at. I my Steam library for something. They've and part of the issue is like so. Any game it's for the the audience. Any game that's a potential here is a game that has come out. Um on Switch has a higher chance or uh, a Nintendo a game that's come out on a Nintendo platform has a higher chance of being included. There's no way it'd be good.
1: And there's no way it would happen. Mm -hmm. But I would be excited slash curious um if they put in Hollow Knight. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. It is technically a sortie. I know. (laughs) That's the other reason of why I wouldn't. But I'd be curious to see where that went. Yeah. I mean, they could take any move, moves from Hollow Knight to make him feel a little bit less like a swordy. Um, but he, only, he's like the most linear character for his, right. <laughs> his approaches and in aerials. Um, it's also worth noting, there's only so many archetypes, right? You have like blaster type characters that have guns like Samus. You have people with swords to some degree. You have like vaguely magic user slash side power characters like Ness. You have fighters. And you have fighters, right? And that's everything else is just like freaking weird. Piranha Plant, like freaking weird. But freaking weird is that last classification, right? I mean, they could
1: even go old school. Like they could do more stuff in the rare space too. True. Like I don't think Spyro would really lose them too many points. No.
0: Conquer would be a fucking left fielder though.
1: But Spyro could.
0: Yeah, they wouldn't. I don't think they would do Conquer. Just because that, honestly, just because the series is so, like... I don't think Nintendo would make those games now.
1: Yeah. Because somebody's going to be like, oh, Conker, where are they from? They're going to look mm-hmm. it up and they would be like, dear Nintendo.
0: <laughs> as as a, a, an adult with children. I, as a concerned no parent. Yeah, a concerned parent. Yeah. Um, Spyro would be funny, but it's also just like, is this just a... Is this just Charizard for a Pokemon trainer, right? Is this the same character? I don't know. There's so many ways you could vary it up, but it's going to be tough. Be Regardless
1: tough. of what is announced, I will be surprised mm-hmm. and probably upset, you know? Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I don't need to play every single DLC character. There's still a lot mm-hmm. that I refuse to, Pyramithra. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, that's fine.
0: It's It'll be for somebody else. Yeah. That's the way Hero was. More than anybody else that has been released, yeah. Like, it takes a special person to play hero. I think. I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just a very different sword type character. So, I don't know. Who knows what this could be? And if anything, they've sort of muddied muddied the waters because I'm looking at um, like another uh, item to cover here is they're adding an expansion pack membership, which is just like if you want to use the switch as an emulator is how I'm reading this. Here's a bunch of games you have access to. Um, one, and I feel everything like they've from already,
1: Sega. they've done that to a degree. Mm-hmm. Like they do have the Nintendo store where you can like download or play older games through that. But I think you need to be signed up. Yeah. So this just seems like a way for Sega titles.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they do. So one of the, well, and N64. Yeah. Which is a much bigger deal. I'd say, Yeah. I guess to close out the previous topic, anything we guess will probably be wrong. If it's Waluigi, that would be hilarious community. would be happy with it, but otherwise there are a lot of video game characters that Nintendo can afford to put in their first party (laughs) fighting game. That's been out for three years, Um, but it'll be nostalgic to, to end it all out. I'm sure we'll talk about it in ample detail when it happens in a month. Yeah. In a month for sure. Um, but yeah, to the uh, expansion pack topic, uh, N64 and Sega Genesis games. Um, there's a lot of things in here Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart 64, uh, Yoshi Story. Uh, these is are that, all. Is that because Jenny can hear you? <laughs> right. Um, Super Mario 64. I might have said that. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But um, the interesting thing to me is some of these games actually have remasters that have been released on yeah. the Switch. And so they're just doing a whole lot of porting their catalog in full to the Switch. Like, even third-party games that had nothing to do with the Switch, like Jedi Academy, Star Wars Jedi Academy. Like, those were getting ported. KOTOR, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, is being ported completely separate from the remaster. And there's just so many games being added to the Switch. It almost feels like they're trying to make it one of those emulation consoles.
1: Well, I think it's like, it's a nostalgic cash grab to a degree.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like if it's not too expensive for them to port it over, um, but they can like generate sales or interest in their library of games. Um, and they can also sell it as like, Hey, you don't have to buy a new console. You can use an existing one. We just yeah. need like an extra 15 bucks per month. People are more likely to do that. Cause it's, I mean, if you're like a standard household of two and a half people, um, you're going to say, yeah, I'll take $15 a month to have access to a library of games for like basically a subscription service versus, yeah. oh, I'm going to buy like the latest Blu-ray player and have to do this and that. Yeah. There's less upfront.
0: It really does speak to, presumably, the um, longevity. I'm ready to be shot shot uh, down on this call, but uh, longevity for the life cycle of the Switch because it's been out... So it was released uh, 2017. Uh, it's been out four years and they're literally just like hey we're gonna pull in all of this catalog from Sega because we we killed it and we stole everything that was in its backpack um, I know it's not literally the business agreement but to the layperson that's what it seems <laughs> like <laughs> um, and we're gonna make it all available on this console and like the other aspect of this is they're making new switch controllers. That are literally Genesis controller, N64 controller. Um, they're going to make it so you can pre order those. I'm not sure exactly when, but sometime upcoming. Um,
1: I can't remember the last time I bought a controller mm-hmm. outside of the Pro controller because was the Pro. I wasn't going to use Joy Cons for Smash.
0: And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, N64. So I do. I like SNES controllers. I think people have a lot of uh, nostalgia for those. I'm pretty (laughs) sure those already exist for the Switch. Um, Genesis. I did have a weird button because there was like the six buttons on the right side. I'm going to look this up because I honestly don't Mm. remember the Genesis controller at all. Yeah, I'm also looking it up. Uh, Yeah, six buttons on the right side, but otherwise kind of similar to a SNES controller. Wait, why did
1: Peter Gabriel come up? (laughs) Is that joke too old? (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's a little
0: curvy. Yeah, I I don't like that. It's a little bit weird. I don't feel that one would be as necessary as much. But the one I would say, if you are planning on playing N64 games, you probably want an N64 controller. Like, ish. Depending on how the button mapping works. Because that game, like, it had one joystick. Um, if you were to aim... You had to hold like right trigger and move the joystick, which would prevent you from moving around. Like GoldenEye, games like that. Like that's how the control scheme worked. And I don't know what, like how they'll adapt that. If you have a two stick controller, can you move and look around in GoldenEye? If so, you probably don't need this one. Otherwise, you know, it might be good for the experience. I don't know. Yeah, dual analog
1: really made things uh, a lot easier just being able to move and then camera holy shit thank you playstation
0: (laughs) um no no that was dual shock dual shock uh, okay Right, right right uh but yeah this membership i probably won't pick it up and the main reason is even though there's some great games in here like they have shining force they've got uh some castlevania sonic sonic the hedgehog 2 um they're planning on coming out with banjo kazooie pokemon snap majora's mask crystal shards Paper Mario. Um, I already have access to some of these more retro Sega games because they've been released on Steam. It's just like, hey, here's the arcade pack, Sega something. Genesis collection. Yeah, Sega Genesis collection. You just get access to all of them, and that includes more than was on this one um, in this list. So I don't need another emulator for Sega, but at the same time. I don't know. I don't want it as a subscription. I think is the main thing. Well, so in
1: general, how many games do you have in Steam right now that you have never even touched? (laughs) No, too many. (laughs) So same for me as well. Whether that's through like humble bundles or you're like, oh, maybe check this out someday. You don't get around to it. Mm -hmm. It's basically like a game buffet. In general, I don't even necessarily want to play games. Sometimes, like I just sit here and I exist and I wish for death. And
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're we're all been there. Yeah,
1: (laughs) but like. Then it's like hey here's all these like things that you're not taking advantage of that you have access to and mm. maybe at some point i will want to play let's say ocarina of time for example right yeah. but i could emulate it through something else yeah. i could play it through something else i don't need everything else here because like i can tell you right now i'm never gonna play contra everyone's mm. yeah, not even not even close it's not for me <laughs>
0: And if you did want to play Ocarina of Time and you're like, you want the best experience for that, would you not just pick up the remaster, right? Unless you're planning on playing other games that are included in this list. Why do you want to explicitly play the N64 version on the Switch instead of the one that was remastered for the Switch? Yeah. You know,
1: like I I already picked up the Mario triple pack of Mario 64. Um, blanked on the other two. Mm hmm want the water jet pack, you know. Mario Sunshine, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Mario Galaxy, yeah. And I played sixty four for, let's say, a couple of days in between some work meetings. Seconds, and uh,
0: <laughs>
1: then I didn't play the others, mm-hmm. and I don't know what I am going to get around to it. So yeah. that already for me is like my my interest is low enough, and my investment was way too high for that interest. Yeah. So something like this is very much. And aggressive purchase.
0: Sorry, fantasy star four. <laughs> we'll find a different way to play. <laughs> I'd rather play fantasy star online. Yeah. That one might be tough to, <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny if that was added to the, to the list later and all the, and also here's our MMO subscription included. <laughs> in this. I don't know if Nintendo, if Nintendo wants to be successful with this, I think they need to do some massive expansion. They need to pull in basically as much of the backlog from Sega as they can as much of the backlog from SNES forward as they can and just say, this is the Nintendo emulation collection. Don't bother going to a ROM site. We shut all of them down. We've been doing so <laughs> aggressively for years. Um, and this has more than what steam has. Here's a very reasonable price. Go for it. That would be fine. That's probably the only way I see this really succeeding to me. Um, especially like if they can include titles that haven't played friendly with emulation or things that came out for GameCube or others where emulation maybe didn't work as well. You know, Dolphin didn't pick up everything.
1: Um, It needs more Mega
0: Man on the list. I'll say it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where are the Uh, other Nintendo titles? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, Other things coming out of the direct Uh, Bayonetta three gameplay and announcement legitimately looks good mm-hmm. yeah
1: but then again Bayonetta's <laughs> has never like been shit mm-hmm. like i played a bit of bayonetta one uh really enjoyed it and then like i lost my save and then i cursed its name mm-hmm. and you when you play her and smash but yeah no, that's not true she's not a threat <laughs> <laughs> is he charging enough smash watch his air dodge um <laughs> But like the game still plays really well, and I feel like they've improved on it in each iteration. Mm-hmm. So if you like combo fighters yeah, similar Devil to May Cry. Devil May Cry, <laughs> yeah, but with with a badass bitch,
0: um, this definitely seems like it's going to be a good title. Oh yeah, yeah, I, it'll be. I'll I'll check for reviews. I want to see where this places in relation to DMC five. Because um, DMC5 was a lot of fun for me. But I also kind of just played through it once. Um, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, but we'll see how caught up they are. It's been a long time since you know Bayonetta game has been released. So we will see. Um, Splatoon 3. I haven't played any Splatoon games, but I've heard that they're good. And apparently Nintendo supports them more than the Smash scene. Doesn't take a lot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I don't know. I think I'm probably a ways away from playing competitive, in quotes, shooter on Switch. But maybe. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> um, we've already covered uh, Smash Fighter, Monster Hunter Rise, uh, Sunbreak Expansion Pack. I'm sure a lot of our friends are going to... already. They probably already have this pre-ordered, if that's possible. Yeah. The, um, the Monster Hunter
1: people out there are very much... Die Hard monster hunter so mm-hmm.
0: yeah and right now i am not but i appreciate their enjoyment um should be should be good master hunter has been releasing a lot of stuff recently so hopefully they don't dilute the brand too much there or overextend but we will see uh animal crossing is getting its own direct next month and again i'm sure a good subsection of our friend base is gonna be checking that one out
1: it's it's gonna be a hey we added one npc Mm -hmm. we've added a new set of themes for this month uh we decided to go uh woodland fairy there you have three new items now fuck off
0: we're (laughs) not gonna increase we're not gonna improve the uh the gameplay at all i would pay money for an official nintendo animal crossing (laughs) release statement to end like that (laughs) and now fuck off (laughs) Thank you for listening to Nintendo Direct. <laughs> um, some other stuff in here. Uh, I mentioned there's going to be the KOTOR uh, Knights of the Old Republic remaster. Um, this one's interesting. It's So the people who are porting it, Aspire, are also going to do the remaster. I was very, very concerned about this because their backlog of uh, games they worked on have all been just ports. Not remasters, not remakes, nothing like that. Um, but this is a full remake. And then Ian actually told me that a lot of the original team um, from Bioware are actually with the studio for this remake. And now I have some hope there's a glimmer. There's a spark. Um, Looking forward to that. That is promising.
1: I will say back in the day when Blizzard North left from Blizzard to -hmm. go do their own thing. um, It didn't turn out great, but I was very much invested because of how much I liked their initial game of diablo 2 and their involvement and passion with that i'm like oh they care this much to make this great product they'll go on to do great things Mm -hmm. so if you have a team like that's coming back to work on
0: something it's it's definitely promising yeah there's basically never been a better time i think to pick up bioware employees because all of their recent studio projects have not done well (laughs) (laughs) so mass effect andromeda anthem that was the thing right yeah so anthem you mean the halo killer <laughs> man i don't think there's a more there's a way to curse a game more than calling a killer of another game anymore like it's so bad <laughs> well you remember starcraft Go. oh shit <laughs> yeah um and then a few other ones to go th- through really quickly here metroid dread uh has a story trailer which admittedly i have not watched yet but um I know Ian in particular was excited for that one. Uh, I haven't played any of the 2D Metroids. I haven't played any Metroid games. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it did look good. And it looks like there's a lot of heart and, soul, heart and soul going into this one. So it's not prime, but still looks good. And Delta Rune Chapter 2 also came out on the Switch. I'm awake. What? and this was a week after it was released on pc so roughly seven days after dave completed delta rune (laughs) chapter two (laughs) it's when it came out on switch but i waste uh, no time (laughs) i don't know whether this costs money or not i assume not
1: it it doesn't um so at least as far as delta rune chapter one is concerned as far as pc uh, Mm -hmm. as a free download and then this was also free download so presumably whatever the setup on switch was is the same way
0: yeah. So, There's really no way it costs money, right? Like,
1: Right. So I think that Toby Fox, at least with Nintendo, is making money just through licensing. Yeah. Um, it's got to be something like that. I yeah. I, I don't know why he even needed to port it over to Switch, mm-hmm. but, man, I'm not going to question what he does.
0: This is the type of game I actually... Like, Undertale, Deltarune, those are types of games I actually wouldn't mind playing on the Switch over PC, because... It's fine. Like keyboard and mouse is fine, but yeah, it's
1: not like you need crazy controls to play it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so They're much hand-held more, more fine. retro, just by design. Mm-hmm. So, um, speaking of, uh,
1: you gonna you gonna check that game out at some point? Yeah,
0: yeah, go to go to look see see it goes. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that should be fine. <laughs> and then uh, I'm sure there will be an episode once I complete that. I um, I literally haven't talked to Jake about it at all, and it's killing me inside. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I can I, I see the soul just like evaporating from his body in real time.
1: It's not even Wednesday. That was a lie from earlier. I'm tired because I haven't talked about Deltru in Chapter Two with
0: Jake. <laughs> yeah, it's just perpetual exhaustion. Um, some other things that came out: uh, Death Loop. I played that a lot. I'm probably going to get 100% achievements on it. TLDR, it's good. Um, Although there were issues on PC. So, way to go, Arcane. (laughs) You you don't have (laughs) to. there is just so close. So close to a good launch. Nobody played Prey, and it was amazing. And then you screw up the PC launch for uh, Deathloop, and it's also really good. So, they'll converge. They'll converge to success at some point. I think it sold well, at least. Which was significantly better than anything for prey <laughs> i
1: mean they'll make their next game as they'll call it a
0: death prey loop mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be prey love but uh yeah uh really good i'm not going to talk about it <laughs> um Adult Run, we already covered new world bunch of people playing that amazon's venture into mmos everyone knows amazon has a million infinite money basically yeah. <laughs> so um i've been playing it with uh uh several friends of the show dan stacy ian um and it's uh i just got an expression like and what about me <laughs> or something like that i'm not sure where you go uh, i'm pretty sure dave doesn't play Nah, he doesn't play um it has some issues for sure at launch and some of them are kind of inexcusable but overall it's Feels kind of like RuneScape. That's going for. And then Diablo 2 Resurrected came out this month, and Dave and I didn't realize it until right before this episode. So, whoops. Yeah. Diablo 2 was good back in the
1: day, and then Blizzard's had a a whole myriad of issues that we've talked about across many episodes. Yeah. Um, Mm But Justin and I are playing some Path of Exile,
0: so that itch is being scratched for me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Worth noting, it got 80 on Metacritic, which is lower than Diablo 3 got at launch at 88. Um, And there were issues with Diablo 3 at launch. So I suspect that there's still some gripes. I don't know exactly what they are with Resurrected, but um, it does not look like this is the beginning of the... uh, the redemption arc for blizzard admittedly releasing a good game may not be the critical component in a redemption arc when part of your villainous arc was like harassing women and <laughs> doing all these terrible things with your employees and all of those um uh, legal uh battles that stand ahead of them but i don't know no uh light at the end of the tunnel for blizzard right now it looks like is burn. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Bobby Kotick.
1: Well, fuck the execs <laughs> and the people who run that shit, not not the developers who care
0: about making games. Hmm. Unless they were involved. And unfortunately, Blizzard No, no, I'm
1: just... saying blanket, they they get a free pass if they have oh, okay, the a game.
0: <laughs> as long as you make games, then you're good. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I believe that's the catch up on all the things this month. Um, Do you have any words of advice or uh, fortune for our our dear listeners? I do not. I am legitimately just tired and dead inside. That's fair. Um, So my advice is try to do things in life that don't leave you tired and dead inside. (laughs) Uh, Oh, so it's my fault? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe skip out on Diablo 2. Check out Delta Rune so you can listen to our episode when that happens and uh, play death loop it's fun that's my life advice <laughs> play video games what do you expect we're just people um if you guys have good life advice though you can feel free to send that in to us at soapstonepodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or join the support group on facebook at facebook.com slash and as always we'll see you in the next one have a good night